if you were trying to get a job as Diplo's intern and as your audition submitted a Chainsmokers yes. song, you would not get the job. Is this the most irresponsible band name of all time? Oh, shit. I didn't even. Wow. Fuck. Of all the conversations we've had, I didn't even think about that. dude. That's, this is a band that just bad from the jump, dude. They don't even smoke. It's not like they can just say, well, we're about that life. We fucking finish one wow. cigarette by starting Jesus. the next one. They don't even fucking smoke. Obviously, if they did, they would vape because look at them. But they don't do that either. They do look like two guys that vape a lot. These guys look like dudes that blow dope clouds in their private jets flying around the country getting paid obscene amounts of money to play their fucking garbage music going, bro, look at this dope cloud I just blew. Pretending they're Gandalf and Lord of the Rings blowing the fucking ship. But they don't. No. What? A, I Dude, blew my mind. You just blew my mind. Chainsmokers. What a shitty fucking band name. Of all the things to posture toward, chain smoking. Yeah, at least be dedicated to it. If the chain smokers <clears throat> during their entire set live show literally just smoke cigarettes the entire time, <laughs> I would have so much more respect for them. Two dudes with a microphone and their little shitty DJ equipment, which is really just hitting play like Skrillex on their fucking iPads. And all he did was literally chain smoke cigarettes. I'd be like, no. Well, they're fucking true to their name. There is no possibility that I will be able to consistently remember which member of the Chainsmokers is which, so I am not even going to try with the names. I don't give a fuck what these guys' names are. I don't think anyone does. I don't know how... It, they look like Big One and Little One. Their names are irrelevant. Nobody cares what their names are because these are the most replaceable people on Earth. They could literally be anybody. They're Both their names are John Smith. And no offense to the John Smith list this episode, it just so happens to be the most common name on Earth. If you did a face swap on these guys, I'm positive no one would even fucking know. No. Not that they look identical, but just they're so generic looking that you wouldn't even notice. If anyone can look at these two individuals and not believe that we've reached the point of genetic engineering where record labels can create new artists from scratch in a laboratory, then I would love for you to state your case on how you believe these are two organic human beings. As far as I'm concerned, we're doing cloning. I mean, what, they did Dolly the Sheep back 25 years ago? Sure. Of course we can make the chain smokers. 30 years from now, some, someday I'm on my deathbed and someone goes, Mr. Mosley, Mr. Mosley, it turns out turns out you guys were right. They did actually clone these fucking people to be pop stars it was a giant conspiracy the whole time birds aren't real and the chain smokers were actually clones <laughs> i fucking knew I it, knew it. <laughs> and that's it i died how many board meetings do you think it would take for ridiculously rich assholes who just sit there and complain about how much time they spend hunting down artists who will do whatever they're told how many of those meetings do these guys sit in before one of them eventually suggests looking in to growing white guys in a test tube? One of the guys was actually an intern at a major label. So I think it's probably fair to say, okay, let me just preface this, what I'm about to say. I actually, as a cold-hearted, money-grubbing businessman, I fucking love this band because they just don't give a fuck about, obviously, anything. They make soulless, shitty music for soulless, shitty people. There's no standards. Like, there's no standards. They just want to make money. That is painfully obvious. As someone who I would love to manage the Chainsmokers, because 
obviously you guys don't care about making soulful, like good music. That's going to be around for a long time. You just want to make money. Be like, Oh, cool. Me too. That's great. The business part of me is like, yes, I actually really love this band. But the part of me that's like, well, music matters and like people like connect to it. This band is fucking garbage. And I can't believe that anybody listens to it, of course. But so one of them, I believe, was an intern at, at a major label. So in my business brain, I'm thinking to myself, that's what this guy probably did. Probably sat back and just soaked up all the knowledge of, okay, what is every shitty band at this label doing? What is every A&R guy uh, looking for? Yes, exactly. <laughs> no, that's exactly what he was doing. He was going... Oh, wait, all these A&R people don't give a shit about anything. They hate it when people start talking about wanting to do a good album. That's right. I want to do like a genius creative work of art and click, hang on. Exactly. Fuck this, fuck this. All I do is hear them bitch about their bands that are in the studio making art, but they love the bands that are churning out shitty pop music, literally for children. Wait a minute. I have an idea. That's what I should do. I'm convinced. I, I want to have him come on the podcast just to literally look at me in the face and go, yes, I learned exactly what A&Rs wanted to hear. And me and my buddy, John Smith, too, John Smith Jr. got together and said, what do every A&R person want to hear? This is what they want to hear. So this is what we're going to do. Pretty sure that's what oh, they no, fucking no, no, did. No, it's, it's absolutely what they did. I mean, you can read between the lines of what they say about their approach to music and you can figure it out. In the uh, Justin Bieber episode, we talked about how the music on his albums throughout his career is what the music industry would do with an AI. In a lot of ways, the chain smokers are even worse because it's not like they're, uh, they don't seem to be very artistically minded or have real interest in music unless it's successful. Their interest in music is, this is how much money this music made. Therefore, I like it. This is, and yes. they coldly analyze it. I don't think that Justin Bieber does that. I think, no, the, I think the people sure. around Justin Bieber do they that. They do that, right. He may not. And then they push him out on the stage. But this is so much worse than okay. Justin Bieber because these guys cannot sing, cannot dance, and don't seem to actually fuck it. I believe that Justin Bieber enjoys listening to music. Right. I don't think that these guys listen to music as anything other than research. Justin Bieber definitely believes the story that's been fed to him, which is your opinion on music and your input into this music matters. The chain smokers go, does this print money? Yes, I fucking love it. Let's do it. Does this mean anything? No. I don't care. Literally, the only thing I care about is the sound of the cash machine the other night of tour going, brrr, counting $100 <laughs> fucking bills. Can we turn the cash machine into a song? Because that's what we're going to fucking do. We're going to call it the chain smoke. Dude, two months after this episode comes out, would not be surprised if the chain smokers come out with a single that sounds like a cash machine in Dude, the background. They should have a song called <laughs> Cash Printers. So we have new t-shirts, but I just realized, can we say how... How specifically can we describe the designs of our new shirts? Uh, we have shirts that roundaboutly might kind of make you think of a certain 90s grunge rock band uh, and or another famous rock band from the across the pond. It rhymes with the bowling bones. <laughs> the bowling bones. Yeah. Shmervana. <laughs> Shmervana. Come on down to yfbspod.com. Merch store. Buy a t-shirt. Buy a flag. Buy a pin. Buy a sticker.
In 2016, uh, when these guys first kind of blew up and started getting interviewed, uh, one of them said that they were both just frat bro dudes, which is fine for someone who plays lacrosse or, you know, rows. What's it called when you row? Uh, you are a uh, crew. Uh, crew. Row, yes, crew, 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 crew. Yes, yes. That's okay. that. But maybe... You should leave pop music alone if you only bought a synthesizer to save money on GHB. Didn't even need that. They just fucking downloaded Fruity Loops Logic Pro and fucking plugged it into their fucking iPhones. I don't know if you know this, but if you play C and then G and then E minor, it sounds really cool. Wow, where did you read that? I, did, I just made it up. Like, just, it's crazy. I just made it up. I think people who listen to this music really just have no frame of reference for what modern software can do. You absolutely do not need to know a single thing no. about music or have any kind of rhythm or even hand-eye coordination like video game playing. As long as you can read an instruction manual, you can be churning oh. out songs like this in, you don't even have I'm going to gonna be charitable and say less than a month. You can watch tutorial videos. Exactly. You do not have to be able to read. Watch YouTube videos. Pirate a version of Logic Pro if you don't have $200 to buy it. And literally... That's it. If you are able to learn a new skill and you think that you couldn't possibly make a Chainsmokers song, I'm here to tell you that you're wrong. You can do this and you do not need any level of whatever you None. think talent means no. or anything Zero. like that. And this isn't me saying that everyone who makes electronic music is not a real musician, but this is me saying that you don't have to be a musician to make this specific electronic music. There are fucking genius EDM producers, but if you want to make a chain smoker song, it doesn't matter if you can't play in time. Look up what the quantize feature does in Logic. If you can't play fast, look up what an arpeggiator does. Can't keep track of which notes are in the key of the song that you're recording? Get a MIDI controller that lights up only the notes in the key that you have selected. If you want to throw a modulation or a complex chord extension into the song, look up a device called Theory Board. One word. Watch the demo video. It will not let you hit a wrong note because it fixes them in real time. Again, these are all tools that can lead to amazing results in the hands of a musician. Someone like Mark Rebier, for instance, that guy who does like the, you can watch him in real time assembling like a song stuff, on right. video and like yes. they're fucking bangers and he's just coming so up with cool. them. Right. That guy is maybe even a genius. The Chainsmokers are not. You give these tools to Mark Rebier, he's going to come up with a banger. You give these tools to the Chainsmokers, you're going to come up with this music, this lifeless. It is brainlessly easy. Take five minutes of your time to learn very basic understanding of music fucking youtube videos that are like five minutes of musical progression and all you need to know about pop music or something like that it's five minutes long watch that video sit there and doodle on logic pro you can write a chain smoker song i think people just don't know this they I don't you should do it it's fun if you listen to this podcast and you're like man i've been bored you could probably do it with garage band garage band probably does the same thing and that's free if you own a macintosh computer the newer versions of GarageBand are basically Logic Lite. I mean, yes, I think it that, is Logic yeah, Lite. There's a pretty instant way you can tell that the guys in Chainsmokers do not actually care about music. They call Rick Rubin their idol. And Rick Rubin is the actual most overrated producer in history. 
He is such a non-contributor to the entire medium of music that his career is almost like performance art. Ruben is the guy that you hire when you know how your album is going to sound and you're the one that's going to produce it, but you just want to make sure it gets written about because he he is a celebrity producer. Yes, he, it, yes. You hire Rick Rubin not because you expect him to be a good producer, but because you know that if Rick Rubin produces your album, it automatically gets you a write-up in every yes. magazine, music Rick, magazine in the country. Rick Rubin is to music production as Malcolm Gladwell is to investigative journalism. And that is why these right. are the two dickheads who have a podcast about music. Neither one of them is qualified to tell you anything about we should, music. We should, uh, we should do a fucking Malcolm Gladwell sucks episode of this fucking be like, what the fuck? The repercussions of what Malcolm Gladwell is putting into the world are definitely much worse than Rick. Rick Rubin's just like not well, doing anything. Yeah, Malcolm Gladwell sure. is actually a propagandist. I mean, right. definitely uh, look into his ties to the tobacco industry and his opinions that he's expressed well, on. You would say that Rick Rubin maybe ruined your favorite bands or made your favorite bands even worse somehow. Whereas Malcolm Gladwell made you believe that if you spend 10,000 hours doing something, you'll be really good at it. Which is not true. Which is actually not true at all. It had been proven wrong multiple fucking times. Turns out that if you just hit notes on fucking Logic Pro and churn out Chainsmoker songs for 10,000 hours, it doesn't make you good. I cannot believe a band as good as Coldplay would collaborate with Chainsmokers. It's upsetting. It's one of the worst things Chris Martin's done. Yeah, I, I, I lost a little bit of respect for Coldplay when I saw that. And that song has two billion plays on youtube and I, I i actually to be honest with you i had actually never heard that song oh it's bad it's also one of the best-selling chain smokers singles it's the which second biggest probably not a coincidence because i assume that they let chris martin write the lyrics every chain smokers song is extremely monotonous even by pop music standards but there's this bell tone in the song that just doesn't fucking stop and it's the same chord progression as Closer, the song with Halsey. And also, Closer is basically a microcosm of what's wrong with every Chainsmoker song. They come up with some half-assed childish melody that you would think sounded like shit if it was played on a toy piano. And then the way that they put it in the song sounds like it was played on a Simon Says machine. And then they repeat it ad nauseum. In Closer, it starts in the background of the pre-chorus and then the vocals pick it up in the chorus, and then it moves over to the shitty sounding synthesizer that's way too loud in the mix to really hammer it home at you. But I guess that's what you gotta do when you're trying to make sure nobody realizes the melody is a ripoff of such a huge and also terrible hit song as Over My Head by The Fray, which is why the dudes who wrote that Fray song had to be added as writers on Closer <laughs> yeah. and paid royalties on Closer. Steal shit and let the computer do the rest. That's yeah. all that people like Chainsmokers ever know how to do. If you've ever heard their song, Don't Let Me Down, and thought, wow, this girl sure is trying to sound like Rihanna, huh? It's because the Chainsmokers wrote the song hoping to have Rihanna sing on it, but Rihanna didn't like it. Basically hired an impersonator. Same thing with a repetitive caveman melody in this one, by the way. They just keep moving that do, 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 do intro thing from one instrument to another. The lyrics and the chorus are pure genius. You're going to love this. I need you. I need you. I need you right now. Yeah, I need you right now. So don't let me, don't let me, don't let me down. I think I'm losing my mind now. 
I don't think that you should even be able to copyright something that has this much of a lack of character or individuality. Every Chainsmokers song should have been placed in the public domain as soon as it was released because none of the ideas belong to either of these guys. As soon as these singles come out, they should just be like, okay, this belongs to everyone now because I can't even, it would take me too long <laughs> to list all of the people that you have just like copied their ideas. You're putting your name on it. I'm dying. That is the funniest thing you've I mean, ever said on this podcast I, ever. That's the funniest I, fucking thing. That is the biggest diss in the history of music ever. You just said the fucking craziest thing that anyone could ever say, like dissing somebody. This should just be put into fucking public domain immediately. It's so basic that like, no, this is just immediately public domain. The song's called Don't Let Me Down. I can't think of it right now, but I'm pretty sure some other band had a pretty big song <laughs> called that. And then sure. this is the song, the, the band's biggest hit is Closer. I mean, it it's escaping me at the moment, <laughs> but I feel like there was another pretty <laughs> successful song that was yeah. called that don't know never uh, heard it before i don't believe these guys have ever talked about their process of writing a song without mentioning an already successful artist that they were trying to sound like one time one of these dudes tweeted a picture of a note that they had written down and they told everyone that it's how they remember what kind of song to do later when they get back to their laptop. And the note read verbatim, quote, hi, James Blake sound, end quote. They went so far as to name a song Beach House because they were trying to record a song that sounded like the band Beach House. Can't do it, dude. It's obscene. I just think it's weird also how all of these EDM producer acts obviously saw how huge M83 was for a minute. And obviously they went and listened to M83 albums in order to rip them off, but then evidently missed the entire point of the music and the way that M83 lays out their songs. The melodies of M83 songs evolve with each repetition. It's not like they just come up right. with a riff and hammer that riff It's actually in. a little bit considerably smarter than this. Yes, yeah, <laughs> it's like more going on there. Well, there's a reason why everyone's ripping them off. Right, They're yes. the trendsetters. They set it up and then they evolve the melody. And usually the songs will actually kick over to a separate section that has a completely separate melody, which is actually strong enough to stand on its own as its own pop song if they wanted to. But M83 is giving you bang for your buck. They're like, here's right. this melody. Here's this other melody. Chainsmokers, fucking opposite. And apparently everyone in the club who's there to do anything except actually listen to the music that is their pretense for being there is fine with this. But what the Chainsmokers want to do is the bare minimum, just like give you something to hear and react to and respond to. Certainly something you can sing. A melody that anyone can sing along to. You listen to a pop song written by, say, like Hollow Notes. It's hard to call them both music. I know that they both are in the category of music because they create vibrations that resonate with your ears. These are like on really different planets when it comes to the intricacy and melodies that weave in and out of each other. Closer to me is gotta be one of the sim most simplistic, cheesy chord progressions. Lyrics follow the chords the whole way. Literally sounds like a five-year-old wrote it. It is just 
evaporated everything that is great about music and just gone, no, it's all gone now. If you don't think these guys are the definition of corporate uncool, I would like to draw your attention back to the summer of the year 2020, fairly early days of the pandemic, when the Chainsmokers played what was advertised as a socially distanced COVID benefit in the Hamptons, which is where all the rich people from New York City go to chill. Go to escape a pandemic. Probably everyone remembers pictures of this event going viral after the internet found out how socially distanced it was not. But what you may not remember was the other act on the bill. DJ D. Saul, a.k.a. David Solomon, the actual CEO of Goldman Sachs. This is not a joke and I am not making this up one of the largest investment banks on planet Earth. I think we can assume people know what Goldman Sachs is. fucking DJ. Well, just in case you're a Chainsmokers fan and somehow listening to this and you're a soul. No, that's why you're a Chainsmokers fan is that you think it's badass. You think it's fucking great that they have the Goldman Sachs DJ. I didn't even think about how many fucking fans of this band. These are people that like think that they can outperform the market on Robin Hood. Jesus, this is all coming to me as we're making this fucking podcast. Chainsmokers are like if Bitcoin could be a band. It's up, 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 and then it's going to fucking crash. Sure. Oh, God, we're going to get so much hate for that. Oh, man, I love it. I'm ready. I'm ready. Let's go. What, Bitcoin stuff? Yes. Fuck yes. all of you. Fuck all of you. That event, <laughs> you couldn't even be at it unless you had $850 to drop. How many, how many fucking crypto-oriented no, they don't listen to this show. They don't fucking care no, no, about no, no. music. Uh, no, no, no. What I was going to say is how many crypto-oriented festivals or, or uh, conferences has Chainsmokers played? Oh, my God. You if, know if there's we could been see, a ton of them. If we could see these guys' portfolios. Oh, God. So the thing you see now around town is, did you know that you can buy Bitcoin in your IRA? That's a bad idea terrible idea that's why people are spending a lot of money right, to put to it on billboards right to it's you. not for your retirement they're not doing it so that you can retire well yeah 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 <laughs> makes total fucking sense anyways fuck bitcoin and fuck you but that charity event you couldn't even be at it unless you had 850 dollars to drop on the cheapest ticket and the most expensive packages were 25 grand yeah, i was gonna say i'm surprised it was even as cheap as 850 bucks also the twitter account that posted the video which revealed how many people were crammed in together at this covid benefit uh that twitter account was mysteriously suspended from twitter so yeah. if any of the yfbs socials get taken down after this episode comes out y'all know which direction to look in which is weird because you would think they would just roll with it and be like yeah fuck you we just fucking had a party with a bunch of rich people fuck you i'm really looking forward to the response to this episode because what happens is we always get some of the comments who are like i can't believe y'all would do an episode on this band no one actually cares about this band what happens every time we put out an episode is a lot of people who have very strong feelings about the band. I cannot wait to read the con Does anyone actually have strong feelings about the Chainsmokers? Because I feel like the numbers that this band does is a result of it being the soundtrack to people doing a bunch of other shit and not actually caring about music. It just happens to be this is what's playing while they're doing cocaine and, you know, true. trying to pretend that they're that Dan Bolzerian guy or whatever the fuck. There's probably is. a shit ton of people that know the songs because when I looked at stuff, I was like, oh, 27 million? Like, wow. Uh, oh, 
It's 2.7 billion plays. Oh shit. Oh, that's insane. I don't, I don't think any of those people are like die hard. Who has a chain smokers tattoo? Are there chain None. smokers no. tattoos well, out there? I bet you there's a lot of that. Their only tattoo is some little cute word on their foot or their wrist. Maybe or lyrics. Their hand. I mean, like, that's what I'm I mean, lyrics. like the band lyrics. logo. No way. A lot of people know the songs because they were inescapable. Some of them still are inescapable. They're going to be on every playlist for some reason at every house party you go to. But a lot of people probably don't even know who actually the chain smokers are. They just know the songs. I think the music's just there. I think it's essentially wallpaper. Like these guys might as well design wallpaper. This is music for children of the ruling class. One of the chain smokers was a prep school brat from the Upper East Side of Manhattan. If you don't know much about New York City, that's expensive. Uh, his <laughs> slightly, his, slightly expensive his father was an art dealer who literally owns fucking Picassos, if that helps. I don't know if you know who that is. Also yeah. expensive. Also expensive. Um, Chainsmokers signed a three-year exclusive to only perform in Las Vegas nightclubs owned by The Win before they released an album. These guys put out that selfie, sorry, hashtag selfie song and had it picked up by Steve Aoki's label nearly a full year before they ever even did a live performance as The Chainsmokers. If you put me at the top of The Win and somebody said to me right there, look me right in the eyes and they said, only thing that you can listen to for the rest of your life. If you listen to music, it has to be the chain smokers, or you can jump off this fucking building right now. That would be a hard decision for me. I don't know what my answer would be. Let's just say that. Some fates are worse than death. That selfie song had gone viral and they released a song titled Kanye as a follow-up a month before they ever even played a show. I really would love to know how people believe this stuff goes down this way. Do you think it's because the music is just that good? You think the music is so good that these guys signed a three-year exclusive before releasing an album? And if you're like, well, it doesn't matter if the Chainsmokers had live experience or not. Nah, it definitely does. It's a win? Do you know what the fucking win is? <laughs> it's like that's a top-tier hotel. Yeah, but it's also not a stage. They're putting these guys in a DJ booth, yeah, which but is like critical because these guys have always been yes. fucking terrible live. Their concerts are bad. They have no stage presence. They cannot sing. They cannot even lip sync properly because they can't fucking dance either. That's why everyone in pop music lip syncs is so that they can dance without the vocal getting all breathless. Mm -hmm. So bad they've even admitted it at times, like when they did the song Closer with Halsey on the MTV Awards, which Homeboy said was literally his second time singing live ever. The fucking unearned confidence of someone who thinks it's fine. This is just a program that millions of people are watching. I mean, I've done this once before. This is literally my second rodeo, so I should be fine. How there wasn't just mass suicide that night of every musician worked their ass off their entire life, possibly be recognized. <laughs> I am just a white guy. I have done this once before, but I'm a white guy, so I'm doing it on MTV. You're watching it. Yeah, I, I took vocal lessons. I learned how to play guitar i learned how to write songs so this asshole can stand up there for the second time in his life and sing i don't want to fucking do this anymore i would have quit dude this lack of preparedness for stepping into this role in the music industry is also probably why they wound up stealing concert production from other acts like 21 pilots they chain smokers took the whole 
post-apocalyptic burned out junk cars on stage and holding oversized road flares up and all this other stuff. I think it's important everyone understands that right now we're talking about a pair of dudes who helped launch a tequila brand for Fuck Jerry, Mm. the brand that got rich stealing other people's memes. The worst criticisms that people apply to BuzzFeed, at least BuzzFeed over here is doing pretty great political reporting. Pretty great original reporting on politics. At least trying. Things that matter. Yes, Yes, they're also doing listicles, but fuck Jerry is contributing actually nothing. They actually just vacuum up other people's hard work. When they launched the tequila brand, they did it with stolen images of celebrities who had not endorsed the tequila brand. It's almost like the brand became theft of other brands. It's disgusting. Pretty ironic that Chainsmokers have that song Sick Boy, which, among other things about American culture, criticizes the obsession that young people have with social media popularity when this is the guys who started a tequila brand with Fuck Jerry. And it's the yeah, same guy's song is selfie. selfie. <laughs> this, they, uh, they're appealing to the exact same audience that they're criticizing. And yeah, you could make an argument that the selfie song was mocking people who take selfies. But that's the exact same argument you would use to state that the movie Clueless was mocking those exact same people. And you know those exact same people are the ones who made that movie and this song a hit. It's millions of people going, LOL, it me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This song did not blow up from a ton of people saying, oh my God, I hate all these idiots taking selfies. It blew up from idiots posting videos of themselves taking selfies while the song played in the background. And that's what Chainsmokers were trying to make happen. There are over two dozen social media influencers in the music video for the song. That is the definition of an influencer marketing campaign, which you would only run if you're trying to sell a product to people susceptible to social media influencer campaigns. You would not do this if you're trying to tell those people to go fuck themselves. That's not the move. No. Good guys versus bad guys. This is like the simplest, most generic thing of all time. We're the good guys, but reality, they are just the fucking guys that you're making fun of. They did this selfie song within maybe two years of the term selfie becoming popular. A song called Kanye. Yeah. What the fuck, dude? Those fish that latch onto sharks and then just feed off of the scraps around whatever the sharks didn't eat that's floating around. This is the fucking chain smoker. You're just trying to float in and get whatever the scraps are on this guy who's creating a media shitstorm every fucking day. Yeah. Let's think about it like this. Let's think about it like this. Okay. You're maybe a not so brilliant marketing person. What is a very commonly searched term right now, say on Google or Apple Music? Well, (laughs) selfie, Kanye. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Kanye in particular. What are people searching? Kanye. Okay, well, if somehow we can manipulate the numbers so that our song comes up as maybe the fourth option of things that pop up when you search Kanye, it's cheating. What's really funny, though, is these days the chain smokers try to pretend that they were joking. Of course, because everyone goes through this arc. You use every shitty generic marketing thing and it fucking works and you explode. But they look, we're very serious artists and we've been serious the whole time. They say that they were kidding when they called themselves frat bros in early interviews and that they were really satirizing frat bros. Well, you have to have an arc. You have to change, right? Satirizing frat bros when they said that they were in music for the pussy. 
But now what? You're fucking Mormon and you're fucking going knocking on people's doors coming to church of Latter-day Saints? Okay, so you were joking when you launched a tequila brand with Fuck Jerry. Like that was, <laughs> right. That was were a, you joking when you cashed all those checks? Do you hate social media culture or are you getting rich with Fuck Jerry? Because I'm pretty sure you have yeah. to pick one. You're saying it's a story and it's a career arc, but I think it's something else, which is one of my favorite things. And that is when the dudes who make dumbass party music get hung up on all the reviews shitting on them for making dumbass party music and then they screw up their career by trying to prove that they can talk about smart stuff too <laughs> which is what they did that song sick boy is basically their version of a 21 pilot say, song it sounds like a 21 pilot it's exactly song. a 21 pilot song and it's a perfect example of why you should not try to use the word narcissism several times in the lyrics of any attempt at a pop song it doesn't work. This band has not had a top 40 hit since this song came out because nobody wants to listen to incompetent lectures on sociology in a pop song. And nobody wants to hear two rich white guys complain about how much it sucks to be a rich white guy in America. Oh, I'm sorry. Do girls only want you for your fame and your clout? Is it, why did you do it? Is it that why you did it? That's why you said you did it. You said you did it for the pussy. Right. And now you want the pussy to care about your feelings? Yeah. Well, and then they go on to do, this is a little bit higher on the mute. This is not music business 101. This is like music business 103, I would say roughly. You got to go on hiatus when nobody gives a fuck about the story that you're trying to tell. They took like a four month hiatus from social media. <laughs> what was the hiatus? <laughs> like you went to Hawaii and hung out in your fucking beach house for a fucking couple mm. months. Basically, all you did was write your next album. Their new single is a song called High. And it's about being with a girl who only loves him when he's high. And bros, so not worth writing a song about. First of all, like every theme in every Chainsmokers song, this has been done to death. She only loves me when I'm high or she only loves me when she's high or drunk or whatever else. Yeah. But also... This was never even a good idea for a song in the first place. If you're writing a song like this, clearly you have already wasted too much of your life on whoever the person you're writing the song about is. What do you think writing a whole ass song for that person is going to accomplish? It's ultimate beta shit. Gross levels of pathetic. Also, this exact type of song comprises way too high a percentage of Chainsmokers catalog. That song iPad is more the same thing. Dude's going through a girl's iPad to see what she's been doing when she's not around him. And if we start talking about how misogynist nearly all of these songs are, then we will be here all night. We're already too deep into this episode for how right. much we've covered. We do an entire separate episode. The women in these songs are usually only useful for fucking. He's usually got to get them drunk first. And right around the time he gets tired of fucking one of them, he finds a reason to start calling her crazy or gaslight her into taking the blame for his own crazy behavior. If you ever, you as a listener, if you ever meet a person, guy, girl, any gender, and they tell you that everyone they've ever dated is crazy, delete that person from your life. They are unquestionably a complete piece of shit. Yeah. Absolutely a fucking monster of a human being. Well, because what it really shows you. What's the common denominator? Them, exactly. That's what it is. So wait a second. It just so happens that everyone you've dated is crazy but you have been perfect the entire time, but yet you're the only one that's the common denominator here is you. Thought you were gonna go around and say like, if the person that you're dating 
says they love the fucking chain smokers. That's a huge red flag and you should probably break up with them. Obviously, that's a huge red flag. That You might as well say, I don't actually care about music. I don't care about people. It's extremely narcissistic. You're probably a terrible it's person. It's beyond narcissistic. It's solipsistic. This is perhaps the most solipsistic pop act of all time. You only matter to the extent that you make me feel good. When you start to make me feel bad, that's a problem. Going back to the Las Vegas nightclub thing, that's really all you need to know about this. Like Mark's been saying, business-wise, it's a perfect deal for chain smokers to make because this is music for people who want to party in a Las Vegas nightclub. Yes. They want to be charged an extra $2,500 for bottle service at the most expensive VIP cabana so that everyone in the room can see and know how much money they have to light on fire if they want to light money on fire, which is the same reason these assholes don't leave their house unless at least two articles of their clothing prominently display a brand name like Versace or Balenciaga. Constant need to show their value to everyone peacocking. else. It's the most extreme version of peacocking because when you're not an interesting person, you have nothing interesting to say, you have to fucking peacock. When you're boring and shitty and dull, you have to. What do you think you're going to attract with that? Of course, boring, shallow, uninteresting people. Yeah, and then complain about who you're dating. It's right. like, well, what the fuck did you think you were going to run into? Why do you drive that car? Right. Imagine being rich and driving a Ferrari and being like, man, every, uh, every fucking person I date is just fucking, they only care about money. Pull up in a fucking Corolla <laughs> and if she still or he still wants to date you, maybe they're worth your time. I do want to say, it's not like all rich people have bad taste. No, of course not. But the ones who do this definitely have bad taste because rich people with good taste wear couture. They can afford to have awesome clothes that nobody else has made for them without a fucking brand name on it. And they don't need to turn themselves into a walking billboard. The richest guy I know drives a fucking Ford Ranger and he's probably worth a hundred fucking million dollars. So he ain't got nothing to fucking prove to anybody. And if anything, he told me one time, more expensive car that he drove, the worst people that he was around. And he didn't like that. And he sold his expensive car because he didn't want to be around shitty people. Douchebag shit. I mean, you're begging to get robbed, by the way, that, also. If you are not as rich as the chain smokers, don't fucking do what the chain smokers do. You will get robbed. You're going to get the shit they, kicked out of you. If they have a security detail. You do not. Don't save up to buy a long Vaughn or some no. <laughs> shirt, man. You will get your chain snatched and your Rolex stolen. I'm not having fun talking about this. I'm not having fun thinking about this. I'm having a very bad time living in a world where this is one of the most successful pop acts on the planet. This sucks. Did you know that when David Bowie posthumously won all those Grammy awards for the album Black Star, some complete fucking idiot thought it would be okay to have the chain smokers accept one of the Grammy awards on David Bowie's dead behalf. Oh my God. I'm sure that they were just like, Oh, look at the sales. I mean, this is the future of pop music. It's going to be great. I, Oh, oh my God. I can't in my head. What you, I'm I don't know what to say about this. I'm trying to think of what would be worse. I can't think of anything. Maybe the actual worst thing that's happened on a Grammy Awards broadcast <laughs> ever. The only thing I can think that would be worse is if they wheeled out his actual dead body like, and handed it to him or something. like. Even then, I'd be like, that's fucked up. But it's way more fucked up. Who 
is this asshole? Again, this is how you know that the chain smokers don't actually care about music. Because if these guys had any awareness of the history, they said no. any awareness of the history of pop music, if someone came to them and was like, we're going to have you accept this award for David Bowie, they should and would have said Absolutely not. No, 100%. Absolutely not. Yes. The cultural weight of that moment is when you start trying to figure out how you can do a hologram of Pablo Picasso and have him accept the award. Sure. On David Bowie's behalf. I would rather Satan accept the award. I would rather have somebody walk out there and go, we give this David Bowie and drop it on the ground because he's not there. Like in smash anything, it into pieces. Anything, anything. Launch it out of a cannon. What could be worse than the Chainsmokers accepting David Bowie's Grammy Award? What could possibly be worse? Elon Musk accepting it? Donald Trump. I'm glad we did this episode because it gave us an opportunity to talk about some things we've never really covered before. But I also think if we had waited another three years, there would have been no point in doing this because there is no chance that these guys will still be relevant in three years. What they are doing has an even shorter shelf life than Justin Bieber. He can at least pivot between genres as someone who can sing. He can sing in different genres over different types of music. But these guys have absolutely nowhere to go from here. Hope you have a really good money manager on your team. Hopefully you did not piss away the tens of millions of dollars I'm sure you've made in your career. Sitting here thinking, going, okay, if Tyler says, if your favorite band is the Chainsmokers, I want to be like, well, this is a twofold one. like. Your favorite band is the Chainsmokers. You suck. <laughs> That's right. You yeah. suck. Fuck you and fuck the Chainsmokers. Your favorite band sucks. You are welcome for listening to Your Favorite Band Sucks. For all of the Chainsmokers fans who just found out from this episode that they've never actually heard music before, now would be a great time to give yourself a crash course by going back and listening to every other episode of this show. Everyone else, as of this release date, I believe Mark has a brand new shirt design in the store, so go check that out. And make your way back here in a couple weeks for another new episode on Talking Heads.